Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and Simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vikalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simple the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo. Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devor Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Go Simple, the podcast, new week, new podcast, up to episode 29. This is pretty cool. We're reaching, we're almost up to 30, which is a big milestone for us over here. Um, Every single week, I say it, you know, it's really cool. It's really amazing. Um, that we have this close of coming on, on the show every single week. We have new guests every single week on, the, on our show. Some of them are older artists. Some of them are, some of them are up and coming. Some of them are, some of them even heard of this week. We're sitting down with a really cool guy. Um, he has just released his first album and he's coming to us all the way from the cool Jackson, Jackson, New Jersey. Um, sitting down today with none other than Uzi Bodner. Uzi, what's going on, buddy? Welcome to Go Simple the Podcast. How you doing? Great, great. Thank you so much for having me on. Sure, my pleasure. It's a big success. It's an honor. And you know, we like to talk with every single type of artist out there. And you know, as I mentioned, you've just released your first album. Must be exciting for you. You must feel feel really, really over overjoyed and happy. And you know. Um, just really, really excited. You know, what better time than to release an album than in Adar and well, Adar Olive, but you know, it's, it's still pretty cool. Right. So yes, it is. It is. Yeah. It's actually a, a dream come true for me. Nice. Um, and it, yes, it's actually a big Seattle, the Shemaya that it came out uh, during Adar. It actually wasn't uh, scheduled to be like that. It just happened. And as, as it was, you know, being released, we, we thought, you know, what better time than either to release a new brand new music, a brand new album, and uh, yeah, to bring bring us closer to the perm spirit. Baba, that's amazing. So, yeah. so, so, you know, you said it was a dream of yours to release an album, but how did this dream get started? Where, where did it all begin? And I got to ask you a real honest question. Your name's Uzi. Are you, you, you got to be Israeli. You got to be Israeli, aren't you? I, I was waiting for that question. You, you, you got to be Israeli, um, right? I am the furthest thing from Israeli. I'm the uh, furthest thing from Israeli. Let me, yeah, let me start from the. Be- I shouldn't say the furthest thing. You know, uh, we're all we're all Jews, and we all we have all. I guess have some Israeliness to us. Yeah. Um, however, uh, let me start from the beginning. I am my my name is actually Uziel, and okay. for short, my friends call me Uzi. So uh, you know, I figured for you know for an album for music, I figured what you know what's more unique than Uzi? Let me go with Uzi. Right. Um, however, I'm American. I'm um, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Uh, and um, uh, now I live in New Jersey, but uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Um, and uh, yeah, getting into the dream of the album, it's uh, it's 
it's always a dream for me, you know, um, since I'm really young. I'm actually a, uh, I'm actually a, a one boy out of eight girls. Oh, fine. And, oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> depends, <laughs> depends who you ask. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. Um, yeah, you know, we're all, we, we're all, uh, I guess you can say, you know, more or less musically inclined. My sister's an I, some more than others. And um, I grew up listening to, um, you know, Jewish music from literally from a very young age. And um, it was just from day one, just like I've been a dream of mine to put out my own album. And Baruch Hashem this year, that dream came true. And, um, you know, well, and I hope to do more and more. That's awesome. So, so yeah. you're saying you're saying you all got started back in back in back in Brooklyn when when you were younger. So, so talk about that. How how that how that how that go down? What sparked your interest to get into music? Because you did say your whole family is musically inclined, more or less. So, so what was the, what was the spark that really got into you over there? So it's um, truthfully, I don't know. Um, I was really just very. I loved I love Jewish music from. The, for, like I said, from a very young age, it was always been, you know, I remember I'm growing up, there weren't too many, you know, when I was a child, there weren't too many Jews, Jewish music artists like there is now. Um, I, you know, I was a huge Mordechai and David Avram Fried fan. Um, I, as, a, as a kid, you know, my parents were not really musically themselves. However, they loved Jewish music. They always brought home the latest, you know, um, the Jewish albums, whether it was a Mordechai and David Avram Fried. And then Shwaki came along and it was just, it, music for me has always been really my go-to outlet. Um, I, 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 I learned in some yeshivas where, you know, was, um, it, there was, I learned in out-of-town yeshivas and there was literally nice. nothing nice. to do in these yeshivas. There was nothing to do besides for me to listen to music. Like that nice. was my outlet. Nice. You know, when we weren't learning, I used to know and listen to every nuance of uh, Mordechai Ben David, Avram Free, Shwaki. And it, it really, you know, it was really something that I breathed. I breathed the music. And um, until later on, I discovered that, you know, I can sing myself. And it's just something that I always dreamed of actually doing and actually putting an own album and being, you know, being one of them. And Baruch Hashem, that, uh, that, that came true. You know, I started, started training. I started, I wouldn't say singing training, but voice training, you know, when I was uh, in yeshiva still. And, um, I, listen, I said, I want to take this to the next level. And, um, actually to, uh, talk about my producer a little bit, Yochi Brisman. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember, uh, yeah, yeah. He told me he doesn't do interviews. I said, Yochi, we got to get you on the show. Everyone drops your name every single week. He's like, I don't do interviews, man. I was like, why not? Like, That's not my style. Yeah, so you yeah, guys yeah, all talk. So, so I don't, you know what? My, end of the day, I don't need to. I, we, I'd love to have him, but everyone talks about him anyway. So we might as well just have everybody else talk about him, knock him up. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't like being talked about. You know, we'll we'll, we'll find out. Uh, you know, after the interview, um, what I was, <laughs> what what I was allowed to say. I'm, I'm kidding. He doesn't like being. He just doesn't like talking about it himself. He doesn't. <sighs> like you said, it's not his style at all. He doesn't yeah. like being the center of the. Uh, center of the attention any of his albums you know he just wants to do the work and he does it well and he doesn't want any of the uh any of the pr um which is a very good which is a very big milo to him and sure. uh, and that's something i really respect of him very much so um 
But anyways, I remember when we were talking about, I remember when his, I don't think, truthfully, I don't think it was his first album but that he produced, but the, his biggest album probably, you know, the first biggest album that he produced was Yako Shuragi Chamati. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when I was, I must have been seven or eight years old when that came out. And I was just blown away. I was just blown away. I, I, I heard this. I'm like, wow, you know, this is really inspiring. And since then, and I've, I've told Yoki this many times, since then, I've, you know, I've dreamed of working with him because that was really my first, um, my first big music inspiration. Again, like I said, I was listening to Mordechai and David and uh, Avram Fried before that, but I really got hooked in Jewish music when I started hearing his project. And I always wanted to work with him, and I never believed it would. It would happen. And here we are. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. That, that's really that's that's really amazing and yeah you know yeah. You're, you're a very talented singer i told you i was listening to your album today um i actually listened to it a couple times and i i find that your melodies and your and your and your songs they're they're all very they're all very well written and they're all very well composed and you just you your voice adds so much flavor to it i really like it um thank and, you thank you so much you know how i asked you if you're israeli because like the title of your album seems like something you would find out here in Israel. We're based. I'm a, I'm actually based in Israel, um, and like right. the title of your album and like your name, you know, it all screams like Israeli. And then like that right. that song that hey ah like it 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 sounds like something you like some is an Israeli song, and I, and I, I commend you for it. I mean it's it's, it's really great. Um, well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Actually, it's funny, but going back to my name. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm, I, it, it's brought down that, you know, when parents name a child, it's, it's Ruch HaKadosh, a little bit of Ruch HaKadosh. And when I was born, I'm, no, I'm number two in the lineup from eight girls. So mm-hmm. there was no way my parents could have known that I, they weren't going to have any other boys. But right. my, my parents said, we want a unique name. We want a really, really unique name to name him. And, and you know, and it, you know, they did it. I mean, I'm actually named after someone, but, you know, a unique name and... I'm the only boy, so you know they, you know I guess they somehow knew Ruach Kedesh. They weren't somehow and subconsciously they weren't having any other boys, so they had to give them a unique name. That's really funny. That, yeah. That's that's really really funny. So so tell me more about your album. Where did you come up? Why why the title? Why did you give it the title that you did and and write that song? Well, my other question is. Before that, do you write your own music? Do you actually play any instruments yourself? Or you're mainly a singer. So let me answer the second question first. I'm mainly a singer. I do not play any other instruments. It's, a, it's something I regret, regret, really regret till today. Um, I did dabble with with uh, instruments when I was a kid. My parents got me, you know, they did the thing. They got me, a, they got me uh, music teachers. I, I played around the piano. Um, I still have a guitar somewhere in my my house in the closet, you know, collecting right. dust. Unfortunately, right. you know, I did dabble and I did um, I did try to learn and I did learn a, a little bit, but I I didn't feel, you know, I, I didn't feel a, a, such a connection. I felt like singing was my thing. Let me focus on that and right. and try to perfect that more and more as best as I can. Um, but however, you know, that's still something you know I would still love to do. Is still um learn um learn some instruments um regarding the album title so it's it's it's, i get that question a lot actually yeah um 
it's funny. The the song "Hey Ha." I, I I don't know if you heard the whole thing yet, but yeah, it was a it was, yeah. So Big fan. The, the message behind yeah, thank you, thank you. The message behind that song was I had a I had a concept and I brought it to Ellie Schwab, the composer of that song, and and he's like, "Wow, this is a fresh you know this is a fresh concept that people you know have a problem with today." Um, the message behind that song is that we're all busy following somebody else. We're following a crowd. We're following, um, we're following what our neighbors doing, what our friends are doing. And we got to be like that. Mm. Whether it's whether whether it's whatever direction you want to take in life, whether you want to, you got to follow what your friends are doing if they're staying in Kail or Yeshiva their whole life. You got to follow your friends who are doing that for business. We're all busy with peer pressure. In a nutshell, you know, we're all busy with what is the other one doing? And we're all afraid to do our own thing because we're afraid of other, what other people are going to think. And that was the message behind the song. And um, and we came up with that song and it was, it was you know, thank, Baruch Hashem was a, it was a great song. And we were, Yoke and I were thinking about what should we call the album? And we, I wanted something different. I wanted something, you know, not with a... Uh, typical name that's not you know would like if you heard the other songs on the album uh, you know more or less typical names i wanted something that's different i wanted to really promote my message that we all could be what we want to be as long as you know this is what hashem wants from us that's what we should do and that's why i called it hey ha to get really promote that message it's funny you know you, your, your your whole underlying theme of the song and the album is to be unique and is to be and to be, do it do your thing and do what Hashem wants you to do and be unique. And it's like you mentioned before about your name, how it's like, how it is, it's a very unique name. So it really kind right. of kind of like culminates everything about you. Do you ever think about that? The, like the album kind of like comes together and kind of culminates everything about you as a person in your music and you're, kind of, and you're living that through your music. Cool, right, huh? Right, right. Yeah, it's very cool. Actually, yeah, I, I have been thinking about that. If you just look at the whole album cover with the name Hey Ha and the name Uzi Bodner, like, Wow, this is different, you know. Yeah. Um, this is not your typical. Yeah. Um, yeah. So de- definitely, the whole I think the the whole um, first look of the album is definitely unique, and I hope it's portrayed that way. I I, I definitely think so, and yeah, and and it and it's it's in, it's interesting that the 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 feature track of this of the album is is the first one, and it it really sets the tone for the rest of the album. And I really like that. And, you, you know, it, it, the whole track itself is, is very unique. You know what I mean? Like the way you started off with, the, with that riff of the heavy riff of the guitar, and then you go into, in, into the more, I happen to be a musician and uh, I, I write right. music. I used to write music. I used to do all this stuff, but I have an ear for this. So like, you know, it's interesting. Uh-huh. You go into that with that heavy riff in the beginning and it kind of hits it more poppy, but more like happy and, like labor dicka labor dicka like this right part. right exactly it, it, it's exactly cool you know it, it is it's unique it's it, it's it's really cool you know um and i can tell that you really put your your whole your your whole being into the into the music to the album um cool. it's funny you know we have a lot of these guys come on the show and some there's there's a big much locus on our show uh, of of albums versus singles and I've have some guys, some of the, some of the people we've had on the show talk about how it's it's better to have a single. Some of them talk about how it's better to have an album. What's your What's your take on that? I mean, obviously you put out an album, so I mean, like you're but, right. Tachlis, what's your take on it? 
Right. So, so it's actually a very good question. Um, the, the answer is you really can't know. I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of projects that have been released in Jewish music that, you know, some, obviously some have more, um, the Shemaya than others and some make it more than others. And, you know, a guy with, a guy with a very successful single will tell you, oh, uh, single's the way to go. Right. And a guy with a very successful right. album will tell you album's the way to go. But my personal feeling is actually I did put out two singles before this album. I put out right. two singles. Um, I put out a single, uh, the last track on the album, Rufainu, I put that out okay. as a single. And I put a, I put a song that unfortunately did not make it um, a couple of years ago, did not make it to the album called Zelani Kuro as oh. a single. Now, Yes, um, it, it's a great song. I just unfortunately we didn't have uh, we didn't have room for it on the album. Um, so, so there's there's pros and cons to both. In one way, singles first of all is obviously a lot of a is a lot cheaper of a project than an album. So sometimes people will go with that you know with that direction, and sometimes you know you just you have this song that you just. You just got to let, you know, I got to release this song. So you want to do it as a single. Right. Um, and you would think, you would think still that today with the, with the, with, you know, the age of the internet and the age of social media that you could release it, you, you could release a single, um, the same, you know, the same as an album, you know, you get it out right. there and just like an album. But I tend to think otherwise. I tend to think that an album is a little bit more important because when a, when a, when an artist puts out an album and he has, 10 to 12, 13, 14 songs on there. Um, it's a lot easier for, you know, to get your art out there. First of all, singles don't usually make it to the shelves in the store. Right. And, and albums do. And usually just the way it works, I don't know why, but when you have a collection of songs, right. the song, there's, there's usually the, the, the good or the, I, I don't want to say good because I don't want to say some are better than other, but the ones that people, um, uh, you know, feel feel more, you know, uh, more inclined to are the, the, usually make it when there's an album. You know, sometimes right. you have one single and, and then like, okay, so you released one song and that's it. When you have an album, it's it's more like, let me hear what this guy is about. Oh, and there's two, three songs that I really like. So in my opinion, that is really the way to go. But again, there are many singles out there that um, that, you know, make it very far. And you know, make it very much further than some people's albums, any songs in their album. So it's a really hard question to answer at the end of the day. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. But you know, it, I, I I personally like albums because an album tells a story. You know, if you ever think about yeah. an album, it, it kind of tells a story, whether you intend to do it or not, depends on the artist's intentions. But now, you know, like you go through the tracks, you more or less have eight, like 10 to 12 tracks on the album. And each track is a different story. Each track is a different, is a different message and different window into what you're creating into your mind. And exactly. I, and I, that's why I personally like them. I find them enjoyable to listen to. I find them that, you know, you get a little bit more insight into the artist. Like a single is like one, is, could, be, could be a one hit wonder, or it could be like the biggest thing that, that for your career. But at the end of the day, right. it, it's it's still like that's what people know you as, right? And that's a right. good thing exactly. and a bad thing. You know, it could be a good it, thing. Or it could be exactly, it can go either way. Exactly, exactly, it can go either way. However, when you do put out an album, and you know, you when an artist puts out an album, and you know, technically, 
let's say he has, you know, one hit song on there, like you said, and then he'll just put, you know, nine or ten fillers on there. Right. So then, you know, so then that's a problem. Then there's, then you really should have just put that one hit on it as a single. And then, you know, it's really, it's, it's very much model to find good songs. It's so much, takes so much to try so much model. It's not easy to find very, very good songs. I, I can't tell you how many demos I still have on my phone. From, I went through hundreds and hundreds of songs pick the songs for this album and right. it, it, it it's not really about what you like what the artist likes it's about what you think um people are gonna like what your listeners are gonna like and and there's no way to know you know i i always i always say music is an opinion that's what it is it's an opinion everybody else is gonna like is gonna like something else for example i have a song um of my track number three on my album called Vasashlim. And um, it's composed by Mordechai Brazil. Great song. I have a couple songs from him on the album. And wow. I was actually, I was actually very, very hesitant. I'll give you a little secret. Very hesitant to take that song, as I personally was not feeling it in my, as an artist, I was not feeling that this is the, what I want to show, what I want to, uh, what I want to portray. However, um, yeah. What, however, um, I played the song. I wasn't sure. I went to my producer Yoki and. Yoki said, you know, I don't like to force anyone in taking any songs, but you got, this, this is a song, you got to take this song. And it's really been literally less than a week since the album's released. And I'm getting so much positive feedback from that song, especially from the Yeshiva Bachram. It has like Yeshiva's vibe to it. It has a, it has a you know, a, a very good dance, you know, disco dance Yeshiva's vibe to it that the Yeshiva Bachram are really liking the song. And you know, it, it, it just and it just shows that like you really, really never know. It's all the Dishmaya, what what's gonna take off and what's not. And but still, you know, you got to be careful what you're choosing. You know, some like I said, sometimes you'll have a guy that has one hit song. He's like, okay, I just need another twelve fillers, another ten fillers. You know, then he was better off just making a single. Right. No, for sure. It, it yeah. seems like you've gotten a very good reception to your album, and that being your first one, it seems that you like you've got people have been very well receiving of it, and the 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 messages that you've been getting back from from it from people who are buying it and who are listening to it and things like that seems very positive. I I, I think that's amazing, and it must it must make you feel really good that you put out a piece of art um, that is really it's really resonating with people. It's really and giving, giving people a great positive message. Um, and in turn coming back to you, you know what I'm saying? It must feel really yeah. good. Yeah. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. And, and like I said, it's, it's been, it's been less than a week and the amount of feedback I'm getting is, is overwhelming. Baruch Hashem. I, I, I never would have dreamed of the, how much positive feedback I'm getting. And, and, you know, like, like I said before, you know, the, the, the message of, Hey, ha, I think a lot of people relate to it. You know, a lot of people relate, you know, that they have, they, they always feel like they're looking over their shoulder. What, what other people think about them and what other, and, and they, and they can't do anything with other people's without other people's approval. And now, of course, the message is not, uh, you know, not, not saying that we don't need friends <laughs> and we don't need other people in our lives. It's just, it's just trying to show that, you know, you do what you got to do, you know, you do what you do. It's between Hashem and you. It's actually in the lyrics. Um, Miriam Israeli wrote that in the lyrics. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's between Hashem. What? 
Miriam's great. She was one of our guests on our show. She's one of my favorite guests on the show. I mentioned this last week with Mordechai Shapiro when he, when he dropped her name. I really, I really found Miriam very inspiring. She's amazing. She's, she's absolutely incredibly talented. And it just, and the, she, she literally brings out the message, brings out the song with the lyrics. And, right. um, and she, it's actually funny. You mentioned her. I, uh, when I came to, um, when I came to Ellie Schwab, to work on songs together and um we came up with hey ha we had absolutely no lyrics the only lyrics we had were hey ha and she says we sent it to miriam and she said i would keep hey ha and write around that and that's what happened we you know she wrote around hey ha and she rhymed she rhymed with hey ha to giddily ma and she within within literally days she had she had a masterpiece wow it's absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. So, so we're gonna take a quick pause for a second um, for for our com- for a commercial break, and we're gonna come right back. We've come to the time of year again with the 2019 Ura auction, which prizes much bigger than before. Just do wait, see what we have in store. Sold tickets to Israel, a big fat check, and the shade and jewels to put on your neck. Pay your rent, get a car, let us clear your debt. Go relax and win some weekly cash. We'll cover your tuition bill and maybe give you a new van. We'll send you on a trip nearby or to the Holy Land. Shop online or in New York, you'll get a great big shopping spree. Your $50,000 you can take home instantly. It's easy to enter, just call us or go on. Just make sure you do it before you run out of time. More than $600,000 in prizes, only $5 a prize. Enter now at uraauction.org or call 1-877-7-AUCTION. All right, and we're back from a quick commercial break. Um, so you were saying that, yeah, Miriam took that so- took those those words and created a whole song from it. Yeah, that, that's her. That's her. I'm telling you, she's she's ridiculously talented. And everybody who's come through our show has dropped her name um, more than once because she is really the, the driving force behind a lot, a lot of the songs that everyone hears today, whether, whether people know it or not. And it, it, it's really cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Some, she's, she's incredibly talented. You know, a lot of the hits that you hear today, the, a lot of the, you know, the Hebrew, the Hebrew songs or even English, Yaakov Shweki's Marim Benisim, Aish, um, I think Aish as well, a lot of Mordechai Shapiro, I, I know you had him last week and he mentioned there. Um, yeah. um, uh, uh, most of these hits with these, with these Hebrew words, or, not even, or both, are really from her. Just the talent that, you know, the lyrics, you think sometimes it's just the music, it's just the vocals, it's really not. It's really, it's really the lyrics is, a, is a ma- really a major part of the song. Right, no, for sure. It's funny. She told me like when she told me one like one time she was at she was there was like a Sukkot concert here in Israel, and she went. It was like Shweki was there, Morchash Shapiro was there, like everybody. She all her clients were there basically, and she's sitting in the audience, and and there, there's a there's a family sitting behind her, little girls like getting so excited with the song. She turns around, she looks at her, she's like, she's like, you know who wrote that song? She tells the to the mother, you know, to the family, she's like, you know who wrote that song? She's like who? She's like me. And like, no way. It's like, yeah. And I was like, it must yeah. be it must feel really good for you to go to these shows and just get nachas from your work. And it's like, yeah, totally, you know. It's the same thing with you. Yeah. Like you must like when you hear your album, when people are coming up to you and talking about your talking about your songs, talking about your music, it must give you a really good feeling and give you like put you in a really good mood. Bar yes, Bar Hashem. It's amazing. It's it's always good to hear um 
it's always good to hear great feedback from from something you work so hard and so long. You know, you it, you know, albums take time. For sure. <laughs> it doesn't happen in one day. It, it takes time and it takes many hours and uh, you know, it, a lot of hard work. And to get get positive feedback is great. Oh, totally. Um, it's actually yeah, actually talking about Miriam Israeli. Um, you know, people like her and other people, you know, composers and uh, um, uh, you know, arrangers. You know, all these people are really behind the scenes. They don't really, they don't really, they, they're really underrated. They, you know, they really make the music. They really make the album. You know, people don't realize when you hear, uh, you hear a nice song, you hear a nice uh, shweki, like I said, Mami Menisim and, and all these hits. Like, right. there are, there's so many talented people behind it. And, yeah, sure. and without these people, you know, uh, these things would never happen. No, for sure. 100%, man. That that yeah. that's it, you know. Like it's it's all part of the puzzle. It's all it's all part of the the puzzle to get the finished product, you know. Um. So so what's what's? Let me ask you: Is this your full time thing? Like singing? Like you, um, do you do weddings? Like what else do you do? This is your full time thing, or or you got a day job? So it's not my full time thing. However, you know that's hopefully the goal, and that's where my heart is. Music is where my heart is. Um, right. I do do weddings. I do the weddings. I, I, as you can, as you probably realize, I'm, you know, relatively newer on the scene and, um, it, you know, I did it a little differently. You know, a lot of, a lot of the albums that come out today, you know, today's Jewish music is singers who are, you know, more or less known a little beforehand, right. you know, I guess not everyone, but you know, some people are a little more, you know, known beforehand and either you know either they're on the, the the wedding scene for a long time or they've been doing concerts you know or their name has been out there so you know i i for me it's a little different you know i'm only i mean only a couple of years on the scene just started doing weddings i would say two you know two three years ago okay. um and and yeah so i so the, the answer is i do i do do some do the weddings however i also i do have a a um, my own little day job you know i do a little e-commerce during the day Oh, cool. What do you do? Yeah. So really like, like everyone else in New Jersey and like New Jersey sell stuff on uh, Amazon and eBay and all that, uh, all the different outlets. <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of funny because you're talking about your song and you know, like it's kind of funny a little, it's, it's, it's a drop funny, you know, like you're talking about your song and then like you make the joke, like, you know, that's what every, like everyone's doing the same thing out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not real, real. <laughs> Yeah, that's very. That's actually very funny. Um, no, that's just the way it is. I mean, that's the yeah. you know that's really what I wanted to do. But it, there happens to be you know there's a, there's a lot of us doing this. Yeah, listen, it's a good it's a, it, it for for all intents and purposes, it's a good Jewish profession. You don't have to deal with anything. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's that's, cool. that's my favorite part. That's cool. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's very very cool. So can I her? So so what's in the works for Uzi Badner now that album number one's out? You're gonna you're gonna do album number two. It's like Shmuley Younger. He put, um, out, he put out Shmuley too. You know he put out. Well, that was his first album. And then he put out. You know. But are you gonna? Are you working on more albums, more singles, music videos? You doing the whole? The I def- Well, we are working on a music video now. Uh, mm-hmm. We're starting to work on it. Um, uh, we're, we're uh, actually on the song Hey Ha. Ooh. Um, we don't, yeah, we don't know exactly when the release would be. We're only starting now. Uh, we we're just, I was just, you know, so busy with the album release that we couldn't get around to it. Um, I would, uh, regarding albums, yes, I would, like I said, I would love, I would love to put out as many albums as I can. Um, you know, but we're going to take it slow. 
it, it's been a year, you know, I've been working on this album for a while and need a little break. Um, right. But, you know, it's a lot of stress and a lot of time and a lot of effort going through it. So, but it's actually funny you mention it. You know, I thought, you know, before the release, like, I can't think about another album, you know, for another two years, three years. You know, the day it was released, I'm already, uh, uh, or the day before or something, uh, I, I heard another song from Ellie Schwab. I think it was Ellie Schwab. And I'm like, oh, that's it. I got to buy this song for my next album. And um, I started really thinking about my next album, but not seriously yet. We're going we're gonna to give it a little time. We're going to work on the music video first. And time will tell. Bez Hashem. Yeah, totally. That, that, that's cool, man. You know, like, just take it, take it one day at a time. Take it, exactly. Take it one day at a time. Well, you know, this was really fun. I, I really enjoyed talking with you, getting to know you better. So where can people pick up your album? I, we're, we're very big believers here on Go Simple, the podcast, where everybody should purchase music and not download it, not stream it for free, because, you know, you got to eat too. So the, exactly. Where, exactly. Can people, where can people pick up your albums? You can pick up the album in anywhere really where Jewish music is sold, in any of the Judaica stores, in any of the, um, if any of the uh, what's it called, any of the groceries. You know, that's if you know you're still into CDs. Personally, my car does not have a CD player anymore in 2019. That's okay. um, so, yeah, so um, it's available on uh, nigginmusic.com. I'm sorry, mostlymusic.com. It's on iTunes right now. It will be available um, within a few weeks on Amazon, Apple Music, and Google Play. Right now it isn't, but I, I do want to let people know, you know, if that's their main, you know, sometimes people pay for a, subscrip- a subscription to for Apple Music or Spotify, you know, and they feel bad, you know, I have no other way to get it. It will be there in a couple of weeks. As of now, it's only available for purchase online. Okay. Or in the stores. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. Like I said, we're very big believers in, in, in people purchasing music and not, and not downloading it for free or streaming it unless, unless specified by you otherwise. So it's, it's definitely, it's definitely good to know that that that's where people can pick up your stuff. Well, Uzi, it was, it was seriously a pleasure to have you on the show. I wish you tremendous luck on everything you're doing. I, I personally am a big fan of your music. I, I think you got a nice sound. You got a nice flavor going there. And you should continue to be Matzliach and, and make this your full-time profession and do, do good things with your music. you got great message. And I feel like you're right. It resonates with every single person because everybody deep down has that, that feeling. But whether they, whether they openly show it or not, like people really have that. And you know what? I think that song really can inspire people to go out there and be unique and be who they want to, who they are and help them fulfill their tafkid in, in this world, you know? And that's what it's all exactly. about. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, thank you very much for the, for the nice broadcast. And uh, um, I hear a lot of things about you guys. Keep it up. And um, thank you for everything. For sure. For sure. Uzi, thanks for coming on the show, man. All the best, my friend. Now, thank you. You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simple, the podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook, Follow us on Instagram at GoSimchaLive. And don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, Go Simcha!